South Amano, Wayne, they were dealt a very harsh penalty in the pre-season. Uh, eight premiership points was probably the harshest of those penalties because it had them starting from behind the field in 2023. They've wiped off the deficit. They're back to zero. Now they're trying to get into the positive. They've got a clash with uh, familiar rivals, Subiaco, this weekend. Let's chat to the CEO, Cameron Britt. A regular voice on the kennel as well, Monday nights from 5.30 here on Sport FM. Uh, good morning to you, Mr Britt. Morning, Mr Lansley. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. It's, uh, it's a good weekend ahead, isn't it? It's a very even competition this year, and as mentioned, a harsh penalty handed to your football club. You're back to, to zero, and this could be the weekend that you, you break through and, and breathe some life into the season. Yeah, that's, that's definitely right, and that's our absolute objective. We, uh, we knew that getting back to, to square on the ladder was, was really important. Um, you know, now we're just really trying to grasp that opportunity to, um, to, uh, to bring some actual points into the, into the table for us as well. And we, um, we had our eye on last week's game against Swans, and um, unfortunately... We were just caught uh, asleep at the wheel, I think, in that first quarter primarily. They jumped us with a five-goal, um, five-goal, two-point start, I think, to our two points. So that was a little bit disappointing, and we had to work hard from there all day. But uh, ultimately, as footy does, Subiaco this weekend presents the next opportunity for us to go and do it. Cameron, I know I said something after the, the second game, when, against that game against Claremont, you know, that the, it's really got to be a bit player-driven now, isn't it? They've... they've um, that they probably feel hard done by or whatever it might be. But it seems as though they've responded. I mean, obviously, the defeat on the weekend against Swans, OK, Swans have been playing pretty well. It was a good game of football. But how are the players coping with it? Have you seen, you know, a bit of steeliness about them to think, OK, it's us against them? Well, our players have been uh, absolutely magnificent, to be honest. I mean, from from the, the day that the sanctions dropped and, and, and I presented to the group and, and outlined and, and obviously that was that was pretty grim and, and that our footy club was, was a bit of a morgue uh, for about 24 hours but uh, you know shortly after that um, our playing group led by our leaders uh, and then our coaching staff and all of our football department staff um, you know rebounded in, in a really impressive way it, it, it was about you know we're going to be resilient we're a stoic footy club we know we're we're still good enough to play finals we're just coming from from behind uh, and that's been our our mindset uh, all the way through, and continues to be our mindset. So, look, there's been there's been no moping. There's there's been a, a lot of dissatisfaction with this circumstance we found ourselves in. I think that's pretty natural and 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 very fair. But uh, really, it's about we've got a job to do, and um, and we're all really locked in on trying to do that. And and you know that focus, as I said, becomes Subiaco at Leadable. Can you give us? Cam, you've probably given us a feel there for the players. Can you give us a broader feel for the club over this first month of the season and the mood with that penalty handed down right on the eve of the season? Yeah, look, I think there's been, um, by and large, from what I've noticed from chatting to members and, you know, in about some of our bar spaces function, functions we've had at this to this point of the season, uh, there is a lot of support. There's a lot of, you know, anger um, kind of directed, I guess, to the Football Commission, to be fair, about... The severity of those sanctions—that's that's a pretty uh, regular view across our membership, and they're they're very much entitled to have that view. Uh, but but by and large, it's, look, we want to support the club. Uh, it's up to our players now. We need to do everything we can to support them. So, look, I, I think it's probably galvanised our footy club as much as anything. Um, and we know it's going to be a more challenging year, but 
it's a year that we're fully invested in and we still have you know really strong aspirations for finals football and 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 premiership football if if we can reach finals and and acquit ourselves really well and and that that narrative hasn't changed um from before or after the minus eight points it just means it's a little bit more difficult and you know reaching the summit will take an incredible effort but it's an effort that we have in the tank Cameron, um, crowd numbers. It seems like across the competition, the numbers are excellent. They're the highest they've been in five, six years in the WAFL, excluding the COVID season, which was a little shorter. Uh, why do you think that is? And, and what have you made of your crowd numbers across your first two home games? Or well, three home yeah, games? Look, I think, yeah, look, I think the crowd numbers um, are tracking really positively. Um, in, terms of, uh, in terms of the trend so far, absolutely it's been... Uh, a better season and a better year thus far, which is really good. Um, and, and I give a lot of credit, I think, to the, the Waffle marketing uh, program and, and the new campaign, um, Win Win Waffle, which, which we've all seen um, and continue to see around town. I mean, that, that's having some great impact, which is great, just creating that exposure and that awareness for, for maybe non-traditional or, or non-regular Waffle football fans to be, uh, to be able to come and and uh, have, have a taste of the waffle and, and uh, enjoy it and hopefully come back. But look, our crowd um, from a South Romanal perspective has probably been about on par with previous. Um, we are the highest attended uh, waffle club year on year on average. So we've probably always benefited from a slightly, uh, slightly higher spike on crowd numbers than, say, other clubs. But at this stage, we're probably running running on part of previous seasons, but we have some bigger fixtures upcoming where we'd really like to hopefully um, observe a bit of a, uh, a bit of a kick on crowd. And we're working very hard at it with our, with our marketing in partnership with the Waffle. Um, but also, as we know, it's, it's very dependent on your football doing the talking. So we just got to keep winning games of footy across all grades. What do we do with West Coast, the, 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 the um, the reserves team because in some way it's really compromising um, what's going on with percentages and things of that nature. Um, is it's the clubs concerned? Oh look, I think it is concerning. I I um I have some real sympathy for the West Coast Eagles plight this year because um, and look, we all saw it. The body of evidence was there that in the uh, in the practice matches, I think they went. 3-0 and, 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 and knocked over a couple of very strong uh, waffle teams on the way through. So they, they had assembled a list um, which was of high standard, but when this, uh, you know, this, this injury curse, if you will, seems to have hit them for a second year, which is incredibly unfortunate, um, that, that's created you know, real problems around their list, their depth and their access to players. So I think everyone, including all waffle clubs, um, along with West Coast, were were um, ready and prepared to, to see a much stronger West Coast this season, and there was support from the Waffle and Waffle clubs around. How can we ensure a greater uh, competitiveness? But really, the uncontrollable is that that um, quantum of injuries, particularly all front ended to the season, and just makes life very difficult. That that number of injuries, you know, within a Waffle program too, would probably be playing Colts kids. We're chatting to Cameron Brett, the CEO of the South Mountain Football Club. Uh, the Bulldogs looking to break into the positive from a win-loss point of view this year, as well as premiership points with that harsh penalty in the pre-season. Subiaco at Leadville Oval this weekend. Cameron, financially, the club's in a strong position. 
what about the redevelopment of, of Fremantle Oval or a proposed redevelopment, which has been talked about for a while now? Do you have any clarity on where that's at? I do. Um, we've recently just re-engaged. The, pro- the project, the redevelopment project, has been dormant for probably about 12 months um, due to you know, varying reasons. But um, in, in the last month, uh, the City of Fremantle put through council a recommendation which was approved to re-establish a working group of which I sit on on behalf of South Fremantle. Uh, Joe Bridie, the COO of the Fremantle Footy Club, sits on that. Tom Bottrell, the Executive Manager of Facilities and Country Leagues from the Commission, sits on that, as does the Mayor, uh, the Deputy Mayor, the CEO and several other councillors from the City of Freo. So we're, we've come together to formulate a plan for how we um, re-engage and... Um, and I guess reinitiate some momentum with regards to the project. The target um, and the strategy from here is is a, is a razor or, or, or laser, I should say, laser sharp focus on um, 2025, where we have a state and a federal election uh, on on schedule. So we will be working really hard to effectively dust off the master plan, reassess it, make sure it. It has the appropriate elements in terms of, you know, design, functionality, balance of community and sport, uh, so on and so forth, the right stakeholder groups around it. And then um, we'll be seeking uh, advocacy and, and, and funding conversations with with a view to um, seeking election commitments uh, or, or grant funding. So uh, the project continues. It's, uh, it's probably felt like it it's gone two steps back. It hasn't, but it just hasn't necessarily gone forward in the last 12, 18 months. But I'm pretty certain, uh, and I'll be doing my best to ensure that we have some real wind in the sails now and we have a, a very clear time frame and deadline around we need to get ourselves, um, you know, shovel ready for for those, uh, those election dates. Hey, Cam, um, if you made finals this year, would it almost exceed... The other seasons that you've had, it. I know there was a premiership in 2020, and that's hard to top. But considering the punishment that was handed to you, would making the finals this year almost exceed some of the the seasons and the efforts of recent times? Oh, look, I think it would have to be up there. Um, but uh, but 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 in saying that, um, you know, we don't see playing finals this year as as um, you know oasis in the in the desert. We, we see it as something that that's that's wholly achievable and, you know, losing on the weekend, that's going to happen. But we just need to ensure that we uh, we tidy up our game plan and, and don't get jumped uh, in, in the start of games, the start of quarters like Claremont, like Swans. And um, and we think finals footy is fully attainable. But, yes, it would be it would be very special. Um, but really, the, 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 the uh, stakeholder group who... Um, that would be most special for is actually our players. As much as it's important for members and sponsors and fans, our players are the ones who have done the work. They've got themselves super fit through pre-season. They've gone off to Darwin to uh, play a game sort of out of sequence uh, as a community aspect, but also as a as a way to get ourselves prepared for the season ahead. They're the ones who deserve to play finals footy. We'll see if that can be achieved. It starts with Subiaco at Leaderville Oval, one of the best games of the round ahead this weekend. Uh, Cam, thanks for your time, and we'll hear you on the kennel on Monday nights. Thanks very much, Jen. Take care. Cameron Britt, the CEO of South Amandle, joining us. Challenging year for all involved at the club, but certainly uh, putting their best foot forward. Just a little inconsistent by South's very high standards of recent years. They've always been a consistent team, and this year they've gone win-loss, win-loss through their first four games. So that would suggest they're going to win this weekend.
do that and they'll be up, up, up into the positive. Yep. 